Get ready for Love Talk with the love ladies, Evelyn, Kathy, and Carrie. Love talking today about making of a great nation, a united nation. Thank you, Gavin. This is Evelyn Davis, Davison, one of the love ladies, in studio today here at the bridge. And it's a beautiful day in our neighborhood, and we want to welcome you. And thank you for joining us for Love Talk today here on KTXW, The Bridge. And uh, we are Texas, Central Texas uh, Christian Talk, Building Bridges of Love and, and Leadership. And in the studio with me today is our wonderful co-host, Carrie Brinker. Good morning, Miss Carrie. Hi, Miss Evelyn. Coach Carrie. That's right. It is so great to be with you today. Now, friends, I just have to tell you, I... I feel like I'm in the presence of Wonder Woman. Y'all know I I say this uh, almost every week, but you you just need to know this lady, Evelyn Davison. She had a double root canal yesterday, and she's in here <laughs> laughing and talking and smiling and just being her joyous, lovely Wonder Woman self. Well, thank you, Miss Miss Carrie. Well, we are going to talk today about, you know, I'm not very good. <laughs> I've done this. You know, we are really coming up on a very important day, and it's our 34th anniversary of Love Talk in the Austin area. And uh, we're going to talk, we're continuing our conversation about God. God is good. And that's our, what does God say is good? And who is good? Well, I tell you what. Um, our verse for today and last week too and friends you can find our archives at love talk network and so if you missed last week's show never fear you can go to love talk network and you can pick up this series of shows uh, that we've been in about how god is good and god calls it good our verse psalm 16 2 i say to the lord i have no good apart from you you know, I, it's it's amazing as we have started talking about this, Miss Evelyn, how in the last couple of weeks I've been able to say or use as examples as I coach or uh, with young people or in Sunday school about using our voice for good. Mm-hmm. And we're just continuing to talk about that today. God is good all the time. And apart from him, we have nothing that is good. We and can it, do nothing that's good. Well, until we realize that, Miss Evelyn, <laughs> you know. I'm giggling today. You are. And until we realize that, I think that a lot of times our life feels a little bit sad or you feel a little bit hopeless. But apart from him, we can do no good. And apart from him, nothing is good. But with him, mm-hmm. we can do all these amazing things. Oh, but I tell you what, sweet friends. All that's good, and we have another good friend on the line today, our amazing love lady, Kathy Enderbrock. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Evelyn. It's great to be with you guys this morning and discussing this incredible topic. And, I mean, this has just been such a part of my conversation over these last two weeks, and I'm going to the hairdresser and talking about what is good. And, you know, out there, people say, you know what, it's Good is good. Whatever feels good, well, that that's uh, what's good. Or or whatever uh, seems good or starts good or ends good or sounds good, that's what is good. And I have just, you know, God's Word shows us this. And just from experience, I've just learned this over and over that this view that good is good, this view that takes God out of the picture in order to have good, that's a 
that's a kind of a scary and skewed view of of good, and it really kind of gets us a one way ticket to miserable. And we don't we don't want miserable of uh, friends. We want the good life, and the good life is the mighty life. It's with God, and um, you know we've been talking about having a voice for good, and so we have to get close to God, discover what good is and incorporate that into our everyday life. I love this topic. And now I know that we have, as you were saying, uh, doing some good things this week. And Evelyn, are you being good this week? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I don't know how to answer that, but I can tell you this. God is good. (laughs) Uh, It has been the last two weeks. It's been a major strange fall. always comes this way. And I've had two major conferences, uh, one up in the clean Fort Worth area, one locally with our good friend Judge Edna Stout. We had a retreat up on Lake Travis and, um, no, Lake Buchanan, I guess it was. And um, had a great time with these ladies. And it's interesting to see how God is moving today in every area of our life, in our home life, in in our business life, in communication. And, you know, this is exciting for us, Kathy, because we we are getting very close to our 34th anniversary with Love Talk in Austin. And we're so excited about that. But, you know, before we get really into the plan today, um, it... We have to stop and measure the difference between good and not good. And I can tell you what I did for my boys as they grew up. When they left, I would say to them, B-G-S-O-T-T, B-G-S-O-T-T. And so they knew exactly what I meant. It means be good, stay out of trouble. <laughs> and, you know, that's the sanguine way of helping establish good posture or good uh just the goodness of living and taking care of self and others. And so, you know, it's really, um, it, it, when we're trying to be good, you have to get a lot of rest. And uh, with all the things that are going on, um, one of the heavy burdens we have today, of course, is moving toward the election and praying. And the first day of October, we will start a 31-day uh, prayer out of Dr. David Ferguson's book, Nationwide, praying for this election and praying for our nation. And it's important for us to do that. And, of course, we just, uh, Governor Abbott, we pray for him every day, and, and especially that whole uh, state thing. Uh, they're in committee and making getting ready to make their bills for next year. And, and the, the tension is very high at the state capitol right now. So when we think about what it is that we can do that is really good, it is to take our ungoodness to the Lord Jesus and allow him to, be able to live out that goodness that he has in our lives. I, I can't keep up with Miss Evelyn, friends. She, she does these conferences and is constantly ministering to people. Um, you know, Miss Evelyn, it's funny you used to tell your boys B G S O T T. When I was coaching, I had this team that would constantly tell each other, make good choices. They would leave practice and they would look at each other and say, 
make good choices. (laughs) MGC. That's right. (laughs) MGC. And so now when my kids get out of the car in the morning when I'm taking them to school, I'll say, have a great day. I love you. Make good choices. Um, and they they don't appreciate it, right? Like you know, they're well, 13 you know, it's, it's not a lesson for our children. And of course, ours. You know, we have great grandchildren now, mm-hmm. but it is for their friends. You know, we always had boys hanging out at our house, absolutely, uh, and, and they leave, and I'd say that, and of course, immediately they want what 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 kind of shorthand is that <laughs> your mom's talking, and you know, it 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 puts a little bit of fun, but also a little put a lot of direction in a child's life. And so mm-hmm. even in, you know, I say that to Van sometimes. If he's got a big problem and leaves all, <laughs> I'll say to him, uh, B-G-G-O-O-D. <laughs> uh, but that's just my nature because I'm very sanguine personality and uh, got to make it fun. Absolutely. As you do, you make everything fun. It's been a great week uh, this week. You know, uh, my parents were in town all week, and it's been a lot of fun with them. Just getting to spend Miss Evelyn's eight straight days with my parents, which was so great. And I'm now coaching volleyball, which I didn't I didn't know I was going to be coaching volleyball this year, but we had kind of a strange turn of events. So I'm back on the hardwood, which, you know, I love to be in the gym. So uh, this time it's just with a big net, not the little nets. Um, but but it's a lot of fun for me. So uh, life is life is great. Kathy, you've got a big week coming up. Yeah, we leave Sunday for Europe. So it's Aaliyah's senior year. You guys both know this is a big challenge for for Eric and I, and we're excited for her. But at the same time, realizing that this is kind of our our last year uh, before huge changes happen to our family, and she goes off to college. So the school that we're a part of, the Ambrose School up here in um, Idaho, it's a classical Christian school. And so as part of their uh, whole education process the senior year um, the senior class takes a trip to Europe and goes and actually sees all of these amazing places that they've been learning about throughout their education so we're going to Rome and Paris and London and we're going to all these incredible museums and ancient sites and historical sites and getting to see uh, the actual works up close of these uh, of these people that they've been learning about and reading about and these church fathers who have impacted the faith and stood for the faith. And I'm looking forward to seeing some of the original manuscripts of the Bible as mm-hmm. well. I've, you know, I've seen them when they've been on tour, um, but I've never seen them in their, uh, you know, kind of in their resting place, if you will. So I just, oh, I'm so looking forward to it. It's going to be a great time, but there's a little bit of um, frantic in the Endebrock household as we try and make sure we have everything <laughs> ready for this two-week trip. Wow. Oh, that sounds so fantastic. Well, we'll be praying for you, Miss Kathy. Sounds, Thank you, Evelyn. Sounds fantastic. Friends, in this series, we have been talking about using our voice for good. What does that look like? What does that sound like? How can we use our voice for good when we don't know how to hear God's voice? And we talked about that last week, that God's voice never stirs up chaos. Mm -hmm. God's voice never tells lies. Mm -hmm. God's voice is gentle. God's voice gives mercy. God's voice gives forgiveness. And so if we ever are struggling about, well, is that God's voice or is that my voice? If your voice is being used to stir up chaos and stir up drama, that is not God's voice speaking through you. Mm -hmm. And the Bible is very clear 
on how God's voice sounds. And it, it's it when we get into the word and we realize that God's voice is always used for good and God's voice exposes lies and God's voice is used for mercy and kindness and goodness and forgiveness, then we realize how our voice should be used. So this week, we're really diving into the word. So much scripture for, for you guys today, for all of us today, and see for ourselves what he says is good. And instead of just looking at our voice, today we're talking about our thoughts, our words, and our actions. Mm-hmm. How do our thoughts impact our words? How do our thoughts and our words impact our actions? We don't want to be that grumpy Christian out there, friends. That's not the good way to go. So when we return from our break, from our wonderful sponsors, some of these sponsors have been with Miss Evelyn for over 30 years. Mm-hmm. Please, you know, take note of who our sponsors are and use their services because they have such a dedication to Miss Evelyn and this show, Love Talk. When we return to Love Talk, let's, let's discover thoughts. Words and actions. What does God say about those? Right after these messages here on Love Talk. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. You know, the world has changed and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality and it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition. Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 or visit the website texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow. These guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Hello, 
Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You have found the love ladies. I am Coach Carrie Brinkater in studio with Wonder Woman herself, Miss <laughs> Evelyn Davison, and our good friend, Kathy Enderbrock, who is joining us from Boise, Idaho. You are listening to The Bridge, today's Christian Talk in Austin. Well, good thoughts. Miss Evelyn, you know what? I I think that so many times we get wrapped up in our Mm day-to-day that we can let our thoughts poison the the good things around us. In fact, I was having lunch with a friend earlier this week, and um, her husband is planting a church. Her and her husband are planting a church, yet she has a full-time job other than the church plant. And it's just hard on her. You know, Mm -hmm. she has to constantly remind herself that the devil is working on her and trying to sabotage her joy because planting a church is Oof. not easy. We've done that. Especially when you are carting around the chairs and the tables and <laughs> you know you are you are literally setting up church in a mm-hmm. school gym and then tearing it all down and it takes you 2 hours to set up mm-hmm. and 2 hours to tear down when you think about all the equipment and everything and her thoughts we're troubling her, and I I hope that the time we spent together was an encouragement because our thoughts can really poison us. And what does God say about that? You know, how our thoughts and our, our words and our actions all mixed together is, boy, I tell you, it's tricky sometimes. Mm-hmm. And to take everything back to the Lord is key. Now, Kathy, I know you have some, some key verses here for us on good thoughts. Yeah, I do. This is one of my all-time favorite scriptures, and um, I, I have this written down in my journals. This is one of the first scriptures I've memorized, and I tell, you know, Carrie, Evelyn, all of our listening friends, this is a great scripture to memorize. You can just write it down on a card and then keep it in your car, and then when you're at a stoplight, Go and take a look at that scripture, and I tell you, give yourself five days, and you will have this scripture memorized. Mm-hmm. It is straight out of the book of Philippians. It's Philippians 4, 8, and these are words that Paul was writing to the church in Philippi, and I'm going to read this to you. It says, finally, brothers and sisters, and this is from original manuscripts. It's not just to brothers. It is to brothers and sisters. So, <laughs> ladies, this, this, this is straight to us as well. Maybe we even need it more. I'm not sure. Okay, it says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure or lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, Think about such things. So these are the things that we are to be thinking about, Paul says. True, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, praiseworthy. Those are the things that we need to let our, our, our hearts and our minds, our thoughts rest on and actively think through. And, um, now, Evelyn, you know, I have, I have, I have a question for you because okay. you are such an, a beautifully positive, incredibly encouraging person. And, you know, sometimes we don't have good thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes our bad thoughts can feel like they're just consuming us. So what, what do we do? What, what, what do you do? How do we turn 
our bad thoughts around so that we are thinking good thoughts as as um, Paul and as God is calling us to. Well, you, you said it basically, uh, Kathy, in the scripture out of Philippians, the very last word, whatever is praiseworthy. You know, we get hung up on what's right and what's beautiful and all that, but what is praiseworthy? And when we look at it, uh, we have to recognize those things that co- the Lord allows to come into our life that will create a, an avenue uh, or a safe way of saying uh, thank you or praise. And if we're sad, you know, we sing. You know, Jesus loves me. This I know. <laughs> this one thing I know. Uh, and when we make that a reference, it becomes an automatic cheer a crowd, you know, a crowd of people cheering for us, and especially the Lord Jesus. If we're mad, that's a different thing. We can be sad, but we can be mad, and we've all gone through that. You know, we God, the Lord made us with a temperament, and and that's why the last three or four weeks I've spent so much time talking to leaders uh, about how important it is that we understand uh, that. Uh, there are things that we cannot change, but we live the life that would be most <clears throat> blessed for those that, that need blessing. And, and go to them and, and do some of these things we're talking about today. So if we mad, we extend grace. Uh, grace is noble, and sometimes we uh, have to give ourselves grace. I, I say it, it's bucket uh, theology. The Lord says every morning you go to your front door. And I got a bucket out there, and I will fill it with mercy and grace every morning. That's what Old Testament. You know, there are almost eight thousand promises in God's Word, and that is one of the key promises that, through the years, I have carried a bucket around. You know, sometimes you keep it, and sometimes you give it away. The other thing, if there's bitterness, uh, it is so easy to get to the point that God's cheating on me. Mm. God's cheating on me. He is not. Um, uh, He's not giving me what I want. Yes, or making me comfortable or mm-hmm. rewarding me for this. And, you know, that is not um, an avenue that, by which we travel with good thoughts. You cannot have that entertainment in your head or in your brain. Um, and, you know, forgiveness is lovable and admissible and admirable. And we have to be able to forgive ourselves. And sometimes that's the hardest part. And if negative, we grab onto our rope of hope. <laughs> rope of hope is Jesus. And, you know, when you when you have hope, there is always joy in knowing, you know, there's something better than right now. Something better tomorrow than tonight. Mm-hmm. And believe him for that. And then if, you know, if if we're fearful, what's the answer? It's praise. You say, Lord, I know, you know. And I'm, I'm giving me my burden. I cast all my cares on you. And I, I ask you for mercy and goodness and grace and joy to leave it. So, you know, when we're dealing with anxiety, uh, the scripture from Philippians 4, 6, 7 is so good. Do not be anxious about anything, but every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God. And the peace of the Lord God will transform all understanding 
and will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And see, that's what happens. That's where we in. That's the mode that we're in in America today, Kathy. It is that everything is going downhill. Uh, you can't turn the news on and get one small message of hope. It's just it's one chatter after another of how bad this is, how bad that is. When you know, I mentioned earlier, we are moving in the first week in October because we're facing an election that can change the future of our children and grandchildren. We have got to stand on God's platform, His promises, His His patterns for living. And as we deal with that, you know, He He will we will <clears throat> He will help us with the anxiety we have of what's going to happen tomorrow. Absolutely. You know, good thoughts are so important, and to turn our negative thoughts around is really important. My husband, uh, he he's kind of a straight shooter, and he told me that he was having a conversation with a, a lady at work, a co-worker, and that he said to her, um, you know, it must be really exhausting to be that negative all the time. Mm. And he didn't mean it ugly. He was trying to encourage her, and she didn't take it ugly. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. She took it in the vein that it was that it was given, and he just thought, wow, you know, that must be exhausting. I'm sorry that you're feeling that way. Mm-hmm. And it really had an impact on her, and she said, you know, he, he's right. He's right. Just these negative thoughts yeah. keep rolling yeah. through yeah. my head, and it is exhausting. And I'm so glad that he had the courage to say that to me um, because he doesn't have a filter. Um, but, but, you know, and thank goodness she took it, again, in the vein that, that it was given. And when negative thoughts are rolling around in our head, it can be so exhausting. <laughs> it is exhausting. It's so exhausting. And so, like you said, Miss Evelyn, you have to turn these things into singing and into grace and forgiveness and, and mercy and thankfulness. Well, not only are good thoughts are ways that God is good and God shows us that he's good and our thoughts should be taken captive to God, but our words that come out of our mouth should be good. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to confuse this. Sometimes people think that if things are said with a smile and maybe a little southern accent, that it's all good, even if what's coming out of your mouth is is the most atrocious words and lies that if you just cloak it in a smile and a little sweet voice Mm -hmm. that it's okay well the lord says that's not okay all are all words considered good is there you know if they're put on with a smile the answer is (laughs) no um you have to be careful about the words that come out of your mouth. And, Miss Evelyn, the thing that I love about this country, one one of the many things I love about this country is that we do have the freedom of speech. If your opinion is different than mine, Miss Evelyn, we are free to express those mm-hmm. opinions. Praise the Lord. Everybody yes. can express their opinion and use their words how they so choose. Now then, the problem comes in in that a lot of times the loudest voices Yes. Or the voices with um, maybe the most shocking words seem to get the most attention. Mm -hmm. Right? And sometimes those voices can be the most destructive voices. And so we have to be careful how we filter and how we we navigate that. Are we 
being the loud and destructive voice? Or are we being the one that is using our voice for good and for righteousness and for spreading what God's word says is true? And that right? is a great battle that we're facing right now in America with media. Mm-hmm. With media. <clears throat> because we come to the point that can we trust that? No, we can no longer trust that. Well, we have to filter. We have to yes. be very careful about what we what we take as truth and we we have to have some kind of discernment on our on our own, which is which is hard because you want to trust what you read and what you see on television, but we have to use our filters. Friends, we are here at our station break. I can't believe it. We are through our we are halfway through our show. When we return, we're going to talk more about good words. And see what Kathy has to say about that. And we're we're gonna just how do we use our words for correction? Mm-hmm. How do we use our words for connection? When we return to Love Talk right after this. Hi, this is John Cotner, and you know we all can use some happiness, some hope, and humor in our lives. I'm talking about the Good News Journal published by Evelyn Davison. Well, the Good News Journal is free, and you can pick it up at locations across Central Texas like HEB, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, and churches, and it comes out every three months. Now, advertisers and writers interested in having an article published should call 512-249-6535. The Good News Journal, providing good news for the greater Austin and surrounding areas for 23 years. And now with more than 66,000 in circulation, go to goodnewsjournal.net. That's goodnewsjournal.net. Hi, friends. This is Kathy Enderbrock with Let's Pray Today Ministries. Are you struggling in your marriage with anxiety and depression? Have rebellious kids or, or just want to pray for your children? Maybe you simply don't know where to start in prayer. We specialize in creating the tools to help you learn how to pray and pray effectively in a variety of life issues. Get your free MP3 download today on the topic of your choice. Go to www.letspraytoday.com and click on shop for your free audio prayer download. Become a friend on Facebook and let us know what prayer topic you need help with. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Hello, friends. Welcome back to today's Christian Talk. We are the Love Ladies, and you are listening to The Bridge, 1120 AM as well as 101 FM. We're so excited to have our FM station up and running and online. And I tell you what, it it makes a huge difference. And we're so thankful to the station for their... Holy cow, it took a a long time to get that up and running, and they were persistent. So, so thankful to, to our station for getting that done. God calls it good. Why does God call it good? What is good? How do we use our thoughts, our words, and our actions 
to glorify God. Our pastor, he's so funny. A couple of weeks ago, he said something about uh, grumpy Christians. And um, I just cracked up because I, it's true, Miss Evelyn. I know, honey. I run into them every day, and they just step all over me. Right. Well, you, I'm sure you just smack them in the face with your, with your sweet joy. Um, they leave there with a with an imaginary handprint. But I, I tell you what, it, grumpy Christians are no fun to be around. People who are constantly complaining and whining about about things that are going on. And I, I, I would challenge you, and he challenged us. He's always very direct with us. He doesn't sugarcoat anything. He said, you don't want to be that grumpy Christian that people just kind of want to stay away from. And there are some of you that are in this room that are grumpy Christians. And um, so, you know, you have to be really careful. And a grumpy Christian is one who doesn't, who's forgotten how to use their words um, to impact their actions for God's kingdom. So in segment two, we talked about our good thoughts and how to have good thoughts, how to turn those around when they've been negative. And our good words are so very, very important. The, our freedom of speech. In Isaiah fifty nine fourteen, it says, Our courts oppose the righteous and justice is nowhere to be found. They were struggling, friends. Truth stumbles in the streets and honesty has been outlawed. Sometimes I feel like that may be coming full circle again. But it's our job to filter those things out and to look for God's voice through the midst of the noise. I was telling Kathy and Miss Evelyn in one of our breaks that, you know, a conversation with God can be so different than a conversation with a person. Sometimes a conversation with a person, you leave there feeling a little bit negative. You leave there not feeling very good about what just transpired or your heart is burdened um, and you can walk away feeling just a, a little bit maybe sad for them or the situation. But Miss Evelyn, Kathy, I have never walked away from a conversation with God feeling more burdened. I've never walked away from a conversation with God feeling hopeless. In fact, I may, I may not know what God is trying to tell me yet, but I walk away from that conversation going, okay, there's hope. Okay, Lord, thank you for taking care of that burden. Okay, Lord, thank you for taking that fear. Thank you for taking that negativity. I, I know that it, the problem is not solved, but wow, I sure do feel better about what you're going to do with it and not what I'm going to do with it. And so I would challenge you to take those thoughts straight to God. Now, Kathy, how on earth, as we're trying to filter through how our thoughts impact our words, how on earth do we find truth in words? I love that I get to get to chat about this and get to share about this. And I mean, I, I'm just taking notes when um, you and Evelyn are are speaking about um, good thoughts and good words. And you know, you you think a lot of times we just need these little litmus tests that, you know, we can kind of hold ourselves accountable right at that very moment. And so, Carrie, you said negative thoughts take energy. And the the reverse of that is true. Positive thoughts give energy. Mm. So we can we can you know, when we're thinking what we're thinking, you know, we can think through this. Is this true? Is it noble? Is it right? Is it excellent? Is it praiseworthy? We can go, is this zapping my energy or is this giving me energy? Is this making, um, is this exhausting me 
Or is this getting me ready for the day in a very positive way? And then with our words, you know, I think the same holds true with our words is, you know, Carrie, you said, as long as you say it with a smile on your face, does it make it okay? And no, the answer is no. And, but yes, we do want to say things with a smile on our face and be genuine. And um, if what we're about to say is going to make us smile, you know, it could be a, that's a pretty good indication that you're going to be saying something encouraging um, because definitely good words give courage. And uh, those words that uh, take, that, that take out discourage or discourage or leave a person hopeless, probably those are not the good words that God would have us sharing. And I want to go straight into his word and see what he says about this stuff. And one of the things that God really holds up high to a very high standard in all of his words and in all of our words is truth. And not just a little bit of truth, but the whole truth, truth in all that we say. Because partial truth, God says, is not truth at all. And we see this in our court system. You know, it says, um, I will um, speak the the whole truth, the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me God. And, you know, God looks uh, very, um, God will discipline falsehood. And there's this incredible psalm in 52.3 where um, David is kind of speaking against the people and very frustrated. And he, he, he says, you love evil rather than good, falsehood rather than speaking the truth. When we speak, there should be nothing false in our, in our speech. And, um, and, and, I, and one of the things with truth that we tend to get knocked at for Christians is that when we speak the truth and the whole truth, that should be tied directly into speaking life, speaking from a place of of love. And um, and that I mean, really, truly, that is how you speak life. When you think of God, the creator, speaking life and creating the heavens and the earth and the animals and everything that fills the seas. Those were loving words that were coming out of his mouth. And um, so we have to speak the truth in love. In God's word, love and truth are inseparable entities. They, they go together. And we see in Ephesians 4.15 um, that uh, Paul is talking to the church in Ephesus. And he says, we need to be speaking the truth in love. And from this, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. And um, and we also see the Apostle John sharing this same principle um, that speaking life, that it has to involve love and the spirit of God. That that is love. Um, And John says the spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of spirit and life. And so even Christ, when he was speaking, he was saying my words. That I'm speaking to you. Yes, these words are truth, but they are full of love. They are full of the spirit. They are full of life. So our words need to be life-giving words, truth filled with love. So, you you know, this is a difficulty for me as, as a parent and just a woman in the United States, a citizen of America, kind of seeing sometimes where things are going. Well, how, how do you speak about you know, some of the horrible things. How do you correct your children in truth and in love? Because 
you know, Carrie, Evelyn, I don't know about you, but when, when I correct my kiddos, they're not skipping through the house saying, yay, mom just corrected me. You know, I mean, there's this temporary moment of feeling kind of downcast. And um, so I think that when we are speaking to what is happening in the world or speaking to our kiddos, we have to make that correction with grace and with patience understanding that our kiddos may not get it the first time that that um and and in the world god is working in the world and so when we speak these words we have to we have to speak truth and love with grace and with patience and you know even to ourselves we have to we have to apply these same words um and uh, Second Timothy, he he uh, he. Timothy in Second Timothy four uh, verse two, he shares these words and he says, "Preach the word and be prepared in season and out of season to correct, to rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction." And I love Timothy because when I think of of correcting my kids and saying, "Hey, you've done wrong." I, I, I never, it's hard for me to think of that with encouragement. And yet that is exactly what it is so supposed to be. We're not supposed to be these grumpy judging Christians. When we do speak truth in love, it's meant to be with grace and with patience. And we're meant to really be sharing the good works of God, that the transformation, transformational power of God, that yes, this situation may be bad. But God can step in and transform it to something amazing. You know, it's, and it's, um, uh, Kathy, it's funny that we're talking about this today. You know, uh, this week, my we have we have a rule with a phone in our house, and and Mackenzie has a phone, and Logan does not. And the rule is that the phone is downstairs um, with Dad and I on the counter by nine thirty. And there's been several times this year that. That rule has been broken for her, and it always comes back to, well, Mom, I was looking up something for homework. Well, you know, okay, if you need to look up something for homework, you come come downstairs at 930, and you can ask to have your phone a little bit longer. That's fine, but you have to follow the rule. And so at 947, she strolled down the stairs (laughs) earlier this week and put the phone on the counter, and she just goes, sorry. Like, she didn't come over to us. She didn't, she, it was a half-hearted, like, I hope they really don't care that I broke the rule kind of deal, right? And so this verse um, was very applicable. I don't know if I started with great patience, but but I did end with great patience. And, And my husband and I were both there. And we just told her, like, this This is not a dumb rule. I know you think it's dumb, but this is to protect you from temptation. And when you're older, then you'll be able to, then you can keep yourself from being tempted. Right now, you know, at 930, you're probably getting, you're probably getting close to being done with your homework. You're going to be tempted to go watch a show, to play a game, to chat with your friends, to whatever, search the internet for the next hour and a half and then all of a sudden it's 11 o'clock and you have to get up mm-hmm. at 530 for cross-country practice this is to protect you baby we we are we are 
trying to be the best parents we can be to protect you. And so it ended up being something that was encouraging. We were trying to encourage her in that, you know, this is this is good for you. But you're right, Kathy, it is hard because the the correction and the rebuke is not fun. Um, and she handled it like a champ. And, you know, the phone is not hers for the next, uh, you know, few days. Um, so she doesn't get to look at it at all. Um, it, you know, just follow the rule. And the Lord Jesus does that with us, too. He He wants to correct us, to rebuke us, and he wants to, to encourage us in that correction. Oh, friends, we're almost to our last segment. We have to take our break. Uh, you are here with the Love Ladies, and we're talking about using our voice for good, our thoughts, our words, and our actions. We'll look at how our thoughts and our words impact our actions right after this, right here on Love Talk. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor of First Baptist Church, Lugaville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000 square foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These CASA friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard. And New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. friends. Welcome back to today's Christian Talk. This is a Love Talk. I am Coach Carrie Brinkater, and I'm in the studio with Wonder Woman herself, Miss Evelyn Davison, and our beautiful friend calling in from Boise, Idaho, Kathy Endebrock. And together, we are the Love Ladies <laughs> here on The Bridge, today's Christian Talk. We're so grateful and thankful that you have found us today. And there's a reason that you have found us today. 
the Lord has uh, appointed you right here with us as we have been talking about using our voice for good and what does God call good? How are we using our thoughts, our words, and our actions? How do our thoughts impact our words and how do our thoughts and words impact our actions? And we just discussed how our words can be used for correction through grace, through patience. Um, sometimes I think those are the hardest things to do when you're correcting, especially when it has to do with your children. We probably have a little bit more tendency to use grace and patience when we've thoughtfully discerned that we need to chat with a friend about something. Uh, but in the moment, uh, sometimes with our family, it's it's very hard. And But we need to come back to this beautiful verse in 2 Timothy 4.2. Preach the word. That calls all of us, friends, to preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season to correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. And I, I think this verse, we could spend a whole show on this verse, correct rebuke but then the third thing he says is to encourage so many times we use our words and and they're they're good words and they're words that that maybe we need to hear ourselves or or that somebody else needs to hear but we might forget that encouragement part and this verse tells us i mean paul is very specific and plain right here he doesn't mince words that encouragement is a huge, a huge part of how we're to use our words to correct. So our thoughts impact our words. But Kathy, you know, and those words can be used for correction. But Kathy, you know, how do our thoughts and words together impact our actions for connection? Connection is a powerful, powerful thing. And I mean, realizing that our truth, our, our, our thoughts and our words do um, come together and connect us directly to our actions. We want to have good connections. We want to have good actions. And I think we have to kind of ask ourselves um, some, some pretty um, serious questions when we look at what is going on out there in the world and what is our connection to one another? What is our connection to what is going on? How do our thoughts and our words connect to our actions? Because they should be consistent. Our actions should be con- consistent with our words. Our words should be consistent with our thoughts. And so going back and looking at good actions, what does God say is good? Are, are all actions considered good as long as they feel good or as long as we have good intentions? Um, we have to ask ourselves by the world standards, uh, we can call any action good as long as we somehow um, justify our intention or our motivation or our purpose as good. So are we saying that what we're doing is good or does God call it good? So we have to be careful, I think. I know I have to be careful not to justify the things that I do, but to truly hold myself accountable. And you know, I think we see this in this day and age that a liberal activist can justify calling for riots or or slandering a person's character mm-hmm. if in the end it benefits her cause. 
Um, but would God, would God call that action good? Slandering a person's character, um, chasing a person out of a, a restaurant as they're, you know, trying to have a dinner with their family, um, making death threats against mm-hmm. someone's daughters. Would God really call that good? So we need to really take a sobering look at how our thoughts and our words connect directly into our actions um, because we want to have good actions because our actions uh, connect us to the world around us more than any single thing. You know, our thoughts can be very private. Um, Sometimes our words can be private, but generally our actions they're right there out there connecting us to the world around us. Carrie, I, I mean, I know that, that as a coach, you understand the importance of how your words as a coach and your actions as a coach have got to be um, in harmony. Oh, my goodness. You know what? They, they really do. And sometimes when, when I'm coaching, I forget, okay, these are teenagers or these are, these are kids. Um, and, how my words impact people. I have thought about that so many times over the years. Um, am I using my words to impact for good? Now, sometimes, especially when you're coaching, you got to get on people, right? You, you got to get on them. But just like you said before, Kathy, if it's done in truth and love, like, hey, sister, you are not working very hard today. I have seen you work much harder. You you are really not giving me your everything. And she's like, you know what, coach, you're right. You're right. You're right. I need to step it up. Right. When it's done in truth and love, hopefully it's received in the vein that it's that it's given. But some, how do we how do we really discern what what is truth? It is always what God says, his voice. Mm-hmm. And just like we discussed last week here on Love Talk, God's voice is never used to stir up dissension. God's voice is never used to. um to tear people down. It's used to expose lies. It's used to bring order out of chaos, not to bring chaos to order. And I think that that is something that we have to remember. There's a wonderful verse in 1 John 3:18. Oh friends, I would encourage you to get in the word. So many times we're struggling with things, and if we would just open up our Bibles, we will see that his truth will be spoken to us. And with the, with the amazing Internet, I mean, you can look up. You can literally type in, what does God say about truth? And there will be 100 verses that come up to talk about what God says about truth. First John 3.18. Dear children, let us not love with words or speech but with actions and in truth. So as we talk about how our thoughts impact our words and our words and our thoughts and our words impact our actions, this verse tells us perfectly that we love with our actions and in truth. Second Timothy 2.15, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who handles the word of truth. Notice that this verse addresses workers and not speakers. So many times I, we, we, do, we have to be careful about speaking too much. I know that 
sometimes I have to just go, okay, just close your mouth, Carrie, um, because I, I, I like to talk. And sometimes people just need to see that work coming through. And I need to see that work coming through. Our actions really speak so loudly. Um, we have a gentleman in our church who I think uh, really embodies this. He has started a ministry. He has a Facebook page. If you'd like to go to it, it's called A Prayer Collective. And um, it is a or the prayer collective on Facebook. And he's opened up our church there in Georgetown on Saturday mornings to offer a shower uh, for anyone who needs it. We do have a homeless population in Georgetown, people who are down and out, and they need a hot shower. Uh, they need some food. They need a change of clothes. And this man has made so many connections for Jesus through his actions. And he just sits down and talks to people. He finds out their story, finds out why, um, why, why they're there today, where they are and what they need. I would encourage you to go to this website, the prayer collective. It, 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 his photography is absolutely beautiful, first of all, and he captures the spirit of these of these wonderful people that are coming in um, to use the services that our church is providing and that he's providing. But but he's just a perfect example of how his positive thoughts turned into positive words. And when he spoke those words, those thoughts and those words came into action for him to impact God's kingdom. Oosh. Miss Evelyn, you've got 31 days of prayer coming up mm-hmm. to impact God's kingdom for the election. Tell us a, a little bit about that. Well, we just, we pray for those in authority over us. It was God's <clears throat> direction to Timothy that you might live at peace and serve the Savior. Two reasons in America we must make our voice known in this, this election, it, and that is that <clears throat> We might live at peace and serve the Savior. And our society today, we've talked about connections and corrections, is needs correction in a lot of areas so that we might enjoy that freedom that comes through the love of the Lord Jesus. And you only get that love one way, Miss Kathy. How do you get it? Well, you only get that love through knowing Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. And that's, that's the only way. Friends, we can talk all day about our words and our thoughts and our actions. Our thoughts and our words and our actions. We can talk all day about him, but without the direction of Jesus, without the Holy Spirit coming into our lives, we will not know what that means to have hope and joy and grace and peace and love. We won't know the the goodness and the mercy that this life can provide without the saving grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I encourage you to find a church this weekend. Find a church this weekend that preaches the Bible, that gets out the Bible, that searches the scripture for truth, that they don't leave anything out, that they don't pick and choose, but that they speak the truth of God's word in love. Friends, Jesus can come in and change your life drastically. If you have questions about that, call us on the love line, 512-249-6535. Look us up on Facebook. Look us up on Love Talk Network. We're here for you if you need anything. The Love Ladies, thank you for joining us today. I am Coach Carrie Brinkater, my beautiful friend, Miss Evelyn Davison, and Kathy Enderbrock. We thank you for joining us on Love Talk. You can find us on Saturdays on The Bridge. We'll see you next time on Love Talk.